Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bangers of Maths Chat. Yes, yes. welcome. Episode 16. Oh, overall. Overall. Like, definitely um, not season I've three. Been season two, episode. Sorry, three. season three, episode three. Yeah, I think so. Really? It's been a been a fun week. <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, we've um, decided to record again pretty soon after the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because so. we don't have any more time. Like, this is the only time we have for the next week. Really, Which is so usually the way. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a very busy week. Lots of travelling, lots of things happening. Yeah. Lots of moving parts. So uh, let's jump into it. Cool. Right, so Kev's got a really... I'm going to put cool in inverted commas. <laughs> Idea for a spot on the podcast each week called Kev's 3D Print Spot. Well, it only counts if I've actually 3D printed But anything. I feel like it needs its own cheesy 80s game show kind of, here's what you could have won, prize music. I think we need to find something for that. Okay. To just lead up to your epic 3D print. And actually, given that we're recording today, you have got a good one. I have, yes. I have 3D printed a cat flap. Another one. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's more of a cat hole than it is a cat flap because there's no flap Talking it's just a hole holes and flaps it's not <laughs> it's, it's literally just a hole for an internal door yeah but i've made a nice sort of surround and things so for it, it looks neat it does look neat i did put it on my instagram so if you follow cool. me on instagram you'll see it on there but essentially it was to put in our bedroom door because annie sleeps in our room on and off through the night and that's fine when we're here on our own, we just leave the door open. But if we've got people over or if the kids are here, we shut our bedroom door. So then she just scratch it down. So we yes. just stuck a hole in the door. Exactly. So now she like can come and come and go as she pleases. So that's the, the second hole in a door. Yeah. Um, we've already removed two doors yeah. from, from the house. Yeah. And stuck so. a hole in the inner utility door to yeah. let them through when we shut that door. So Very yeah. soon there's just going to be a cat flap hole in each door. Yes. But, house, so yeah. So we've got a black cat that visits us and it's off the estate i think but um yeah wanders through our um back cat flap because we've had to have it held open because uh, little annie doesn't really know how to work a cat flap yet um it's but not we've really had that hard is it no but because it's become so frequent and it's i think freaking juicy out we've had to shut the back cat flap um so now she's just stuck indoors unless we let her out yeah, well, the black cat was also weeing all over the kitchen. He'd come in and spray everything. So yes. come down in the morning for the really strong smell of cat wee. Yes. I was just fed up with having to hunt for it and clean it up. And it's not fair on Drucy either. He he took to sleeping on the chair by the back door to keep watch and or underneath the cat flap while it was propped open. Um, so, yeah, now it's just going to be a case of she has litter indoors before anyone thinks we're being really mean, um, and she uses it fine. So if she doesn't figure out the cat flap, she doesn't go out. It's uh, that simple. Even when the back door's open, she's perfectly yeah. happy staying in. She very rarely goes yeah, out. You open it for her, leave it open all day, and she's like... Mm. So yeah, so I've 3D printed a cat flap. It is very cat cool. Hole. It is very cool. Um, what else have I printed? I did a little um, headphone and phone stand. Oh, that's actually very cool. It's I'll very give you basic. That one. It's very basic. doesn't matter. I'll give yeah. you that one. No, that's good. It's like a little stand for his desk where he can hang his headphones over it and then stand his phone up against it. So it's almost like a little media yeah. media hanging thing. I actually really enjoy drawing stuff like that. You're good so, on yeah. CAD, aren't you? Um, yeah. I, I don't mind doing CAD. Yeah. I'm not amazing at it, but yeah. I can... Lots of RPMs at work have to use it, and they hate it. Some uh, uti- in a utilitarian kind of way, I can I can make it do stuff. It's cool. It is cool. I like it. It's, it suits my geekiness, so I'm totally and happy with that. Saves us money, frankly. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. 
So I met up with Jane for the first time. She's the stepmom friend that I met uh, online. Uh, she lives just up the way in Toaster. She came over for a Chinese on Monday. That was very nice. So we chit-chatted all things stepmom, gave her some uh, support um, because she's going through... Ooh, dishwasher. Dishwasher opened. Um, she's going through a bit of a tough time at the minute. So, yeah, that was really lovely. Kevin went to Sweden at work. I did, yeah. I went to Gothenburg for a couple of days. Sunday um, through Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, went late Sunday night. Um, got <laughs> stuck in passport control for far too long. Didn't really get to my hotel and get my head down until about two in the morning. And then two... Well, certainly Monday was a long day of meetings and presentations and stuff, and it was really good to meet everybody. Um, so yeah, it was a European distributor meeting. Actually, it was a worldwide distributor meeting. So yeah, it was really nice to meet everybody, um, meet some new people, um, visit a place I've never visited before, although I only got to see the airport and the hotel, really. You got a whole row seats yourself on the way home, I did. You? That was a real bonus. That was really, really nice. Love so, when that happens. Yeah, no, it's, it <laughs> was. A, but then the back of the plane was completely empty. So, yeah, that was quite nice. And then back to work on Wednesday, lots and lots of meetings. Yeah, it's just been a, a very busy week. And then I got a puncture in my car. Oh, yeah. So passenger side rear uh, puncture. It's a slow puncture, um, but every now and again it goes down super quick. So that's booked in for Tuesday. That's really boring, but it is. So, yeah, it's been a busy week. We've got Annie on the table at the minute. She's just wandering around, sniffing the mics, just generally getting in the way, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, well, it's nice to be in a different country and do all those meetings instead of being in your office, isn't it? So yeah, seeing it, different places. And you, it's not it be the first time you go, I wouldn't have thought. So. No, uh, hopefully, if all is well, then I'll be going back to Gothenburg probably in March or April time. Lovely. For well, some intensive training. Nice. Yeah. Which is your, your bag, baby. Yeah, man. Um, and on show on Tuesday with me, I hosted the um, post alpha group for our young adults at church. Uh, Christianity explored by myself. That went okay, I think. Um, that was very cool. Always nice to have those guys over and have some really interesting conversations. Um, this time about the topic of health, which brought up a lot of interesting things. Oh, okay. We did end up talking quite a lot about Twin Flames, the Netflix documentary. I don't know how it got into that because they do base a lot of their stuff these leaders on religion and yes. I think that's why it opened up and then we just ended up talking about that for a while but it was good it was nice um, and then I had the penguins who are my um, bible study group here on Wednesday so some lovely ladies while Kevin was banished to the games room yes game I exiled away. myself to the games room for some fortnight fun yep um, which was good and then Thursday we actually had a night off I think did we have a night off we did or did we I don't remember. God, that's so bad. It's like two days ago. I know. <laughs> I don't think we did. We just hang. I think we just hang. Hung. Hung. <laughs> hang. Just hang. Hanged out. Uh, and then Friday, I went to work. I went to the office because I had to pick up my poster. And my I underground poster. Worked Kevin from worked home. from home. That's right. Um, and on Friday night, we just chilled out, which was lovely. Did we? This is really bad. This isn't. This is awful. Yeah. I'm going to blame perimenopause. What are you blaming? Your your perimenopause. Oh, okay, fine, fair enough. <laughs> um, and then today we were planning on going to London for the day because I wanted to take Kevin to Humble Crumble, which is in Borough Market. If you haven't been, go. It's incredible. You have like a choice of the bottom of the crumble, so whatever fruit, and then you can have either an oat or pastry crumble topping, and then with custard and 
like squirted on melted marshmallow and Which ice they, cream. They blowtorch it. They blowtorch yeah. it. So it go, yeah. So, I follow them on Instagram and they're... It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so we were going to go in and we um, got on the train. We were waiting to leave. And then this announcement came on saying that there was a train in a tunnel stuck ahead. So about 10, 15 minutes later, the train was cancelled. Everyone had to get off. And there were loads of people going to the rugby and the football. And there were hen parties and we kind of weighed up that it would take us about two or three hours to get out of Northampton on a very crowded train. So we turned around and left. Which was a good choice, actually, because I yeah. checked back on the app a little bit later in the day and most of the trains to London had been cancelled. And, and away from London. And, yeah, and back towards Northampton. So the, yeah. tun- the tunnel that it um, got stuck in is obviously very important to, uh, to yeah. get to Northampton. Yep, so that was good. So in the end, we did had, had a day of doing jobs, so Kev did the cat flap, um, and we put my picture up on the wall in the kitchen. Um, and it's we hardly just... a picture. It's more of a poster. It is a poster. It's it's like my, looking at it now, it's actually a little bit big. I, if I could have had it a bit smaller, I probably would have done because it is quite obnoxious, really. Um, <laughs> and then we watched uh, the rugby. Go England. Yep. Watched both rugby matches, and for anyone who watched the Scotland match, Scotland were robbed. Scotland were robbed at the full time whistle. That ball was down. That ball was down. So obviously, Dad, when they kept playing the slow-mo one from where you saw it from the left of the guy's boot, yep. and it literally fell off his foot and hit the floor, and, and you could see it you, touch well, the grass. you could see it touch the grass and then bounce up again. Yeah, and then he it was, was so, like, oh, I, can't, I can't 100% oh, say, and I was so, like, mate. plain and obvious. Yeah, they that was, absolutely bottled it. That was not, not cool. I think, yeah, okay, France won, but I think Scotland won, really. Yeah, I think that's very, very unfair. And England by the skin of their teeth. Yes, but they won. But a they win won. Is a win. Exactly. It's a win. Big W in the box. Yeah. And then tomorrow night is the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, we tried to stay up last year for it, didn't we? I have a tradition of getting to half time and then completely flaking out. Yeah, well, it is quite late. What time does it start? Uh, Eleven thirty kickoff. And each half is how long? Well, it's four fifteen-minute quarters with a stop clock. So it's roughly about 45 minutes, half time, 45 minutes, roughly. Kind of. No, well, no, it's no, it's way longer than that. Okay. It, it takes hours. I was going to say, there's so many ad breaks we made it three, about three hours last year, didn't we? And then we fell asleep. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to finish much before sort of three wasn't, in the morning. Wasn't it Rihanna doing a halftime show last year? I seem to remember it was this massive comeback because she was pregnant. It was last year or the year before. She wore red. I think that was the year she, before. And she was pregnant? Yes. I think that might have been the year before. Uh, okay, that's the last one I saw. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll give it a go. Um, see Come how on, new goes. 49ers. If anyone no, who's interested in that sort of thing, playing. it's San Francisco 49ers. I know against that that's them, but I don't know who's in it. The Kansas City Chiefs, who have the chap, the Chiefs. Um, Kelsey, who is oh, going Taylor out with Taylor Swift. Swift. Boyfriend. So it's actually become the Taylor Swift show, not the um, <gasps> Super Bowl. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of, before we run away from your Sweden trip, you've mm. got on the list of things to talk about what people wear to the airport. Yeah, there were some very interesting choices of what people wore to the airport, especially of the female contingent. Um, it seemed to be block colours. So there was one lady in complete yellow, one in complete lime green, and you know, you name it, there was someone in it. So I'm not sure why people travel in such odd get-up. But I think it's just comfort, isn't it? But you it's can be comfy, comfy in sweats and you know, yeah, just be casual. But yeah, I don't know. It just seemed... It's when you see people really smartly dressed that I don't understand. Because if I was allowed, I'd turn up in pyjamas and stick a pair of trainers on. 
Yeah. But like, I don't understand when you see people like properly dressed up to the nines, face full of makeup. You know, I guess the sometimes sometimes people will be jumping off a train, going to a meeting or something like that. But otherwise, like traveling concert. Yeah. Can't, can't imagine. No, there was so, some very interesting outfits, put it that way. But um, yeah, that was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone was wondering about the email update from last week, so. I'm a bit gutted. Yeah, well, we we have made it because Ben said, if you haven't had an email by the next time you record, assume I've sent you one because I will send you one. So I won. So you won. <gasps> Thank you, Ben um, and Lizzie. Yes. So Elizabeth Hyde from school, who I went to school with, you've was, totally let me down. It was really funny because he got the email and all he was as he does. Sorry, Kevin, but he takes his phone to the loo with him, and all I heard from the downstairs toilet was. Lizzie Hyde and it was hilarious like jokingly obviously uh, and then he forwarded it to me so I thank you Lizzie for that yes. and Ben Kevin now has to clear out the box of doom which is my job tomorrow Yay. I will absolutely do that tomorrow no problem um, I've got there's, there's lots of things on the list this week so menopause just going to do this one um, if you follow my normal insta you'll have seen my stories on this um, but essentially for one reason or another, I met a friend of mine for breakfast and um, she was talking to me about taking HRT, uh, transdermally, so patches, not pills. Keeps it away from the liver, apparently a good thing. Um, and I kind of, she would start talking to me about her symptoms that she'd had and I was kind of sat there going, oh, this sounds a lot like how I've been feeling for the last few months. Uh, and then she recommended Davina McCall's menopausing book. So I downloaded it as an audiobook and I've been listening to it on my walks. And... It's just made me put together that everything that I've been feeling for the last few months is perimenopause. Um, There was me worrying about dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that. And my knees have been hurting. My memory is shot. My sleep is rubbish. I don't sleep for more than about two or three hours at a time. I get horrible sweats. Um, I'm moody and I'm snappy more than usual. Um, Go on, no jump in there, Kevin. No, I'm leaving that right where it is. Okay. Um, and just I've had like sort of foggy brain and blurry vision and not all the time but just sort of tired eyes kind of thing the fatigue anyway so it does feel like that that's what it is because it can start 10 years before menopause so I'm going to get an appointment with a GP and I'm going to have a chat through options because HRT obviously puts people at higher risk of breast cancer but given that my mum's had it it might put me at a higher risk so I'm going to find out And in the meantime, I'm taking some menopause supplement pills that I found from Boots and was recommended by actually quite a few people who messaged me after seeing my Insta stories, Mm -hmm. like friends and family and actually other people who aren't, like I don't know very well, but follow my account, just got in touch to talk about it. And it's just one of these things that, again, a bit like IBD, people feel is a bit taboo because it's like, just shut up and crack on. You're a woman, it's what happens, just deal with it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that's true. But also, we should be able to talk about it because it can be quite debilitating. You know, we've got a support group at work for it. People have sort of work adjustments for it. And also... If symptoms are horrendous. I think a lot of women's um, experiences of it are very different. Some people yeah. will just fly through menopause yeah. without much issue. Same with, you know, having a baby and stuff yeah. like that. You know, some women will just fly through it. And some will have the most horrendous time. Yeah, it, it depends w- on your hormones, doesn't yeah. it, ultimately? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we'll be probably doing... I'm going to do an episode on it in a while. I'm going to get together some female friends of mine and we're going to 
just sit and have a bit of a chit chat about menopause as maybe a half hour special because I think it needs to be talked about and people do need to talk about it and don't be fobbed off by GPs trying to put you on antidepressants for it either because although it may work in some circumstances it won't for all because it doesn't really affect the hormones so make sure you know what's good for you and what works for you if you're going through this um but yeah so I'm hoping that will help um and speaking of that as well or lady stuff I finally got my smear results and they were normal but I had to find them on the NHS app and they've been in since nine days after I had them done which was back in October which is in October no one sent me a letter because normally they send you a letter to your GP and then to you to just say yep you're clear we'll see you in three years and they just didn't and I just got randomly prompted to update my NHS app login and I did and then I had a bit of a wander around the app because I've not been on it for a while and I was like oh test results and it was in there so do you definitely get test results back for that or is it a no news is good news no you get a piece I've had a piece of paper every year it's in there okay because especially when I was having surgery they want to know but I've got a piece of paper every year that says you know everything's all normal no further action okay well that's really good news anyway excellent news and also as a remember to get your smear test done it's not pleasant but it's short-lived and very very important definitely Annie has currently plonked herself right in the middle of the table. She wants to be in the middle of it. Well, she is in the middle of she it. She is, yeah. Um, I've also said, um, I think it was in the last pod, I said I started eating properly and doing a bit more exercise because I wanted to lose some weight. Yeah, I've had a few days of falling off that wagon. Well, you had the girls over. I did have the girls over and then it kind of didn't really pick up again after last weekend, which is really annoying. So yes. I'm, I am absolutely determined that tomorrow is day one and I'm going to start again. Okay. Um, I blame the mini eggs I think I've eaten about a kilo of mini eggs in the last week Um, but yeah so we're going to get back on it because that's ridiculous another thing we were having a chat about in the car earlier and we were just talking away and I can't remember how it happened we were raging about drivers being so appalling honestly I've never seen anything like it in Northampton I mean I'll save most of the examples for the moment but it was crazy anyway i was like i don't know why i actually want to drive but there we go oh yes tell us about that you're going to learn to drive yes i'm going to learn to drive so from march um i'm going to be doing a lesson a week because that's all i can afford to do at the minute um but yeah so we are going to get that kick started from march which is very exciting mm-hmm. but very i exciting. have to like learn to keep like take my own life in my hands driving in northampton it would appear from today um but we were just talking about um i saw on a news site about a lady who had had she, she was up in arms because she'd had a child with a stranger she met on a co-parenting website Mm -hmm. and the co-parent had then kidnapped the child and won't let her see them right why are you doing that why are you having a baby with a stranger firstly yeah and also why is it that you have to jump through hoops to rescue a cat but anyone can have a kid yeah. Like, does that not seem like entirely the wrong way around? It and does. before people want to harp on about free choice and human will and choice, I get that. I'm, I'm not a complete moron. But given how some children are treated or end up or being like given away, taken away at birth because, you know, you, you see these situations all the time where the mum will carry on having children you know whether she's sort of addicted to drugs or something like that will carry on having kids they keep getting taken away because they can't legally stop her having more babies but every single child is taken away and put up for adoption yeah not fair on the kids no at all 
and sometimes but sometimes they go to some amazing homes oh, and no. there are lots of couples and people out there who can't have kids Agreed. who can take these kids on Absolutely. but i totally get your point and why on earth are people just simply allowed to reproduce no when matter they what, clearly don't have the clearly, money yep. they've got addiction problems they don't have job they can't support them like when they're clearly in that camp yeah. i think there needs to be and i don't even know how you'd begin to manage it but at least something that would show that you can raise you're, the child you're capable yeah yeah you can i don't know it's similar to um your right to die yeah it's that kind of argument you know what what says you are and putting what, that, that into you have law. a right to die yeah like taking your own life what, what says that you're capable of making that decision yeah that's why they won't pass legislation that says that assisted dying is but I legal. think that's right because what happens because for that sort of thing what happens if you're just having a really really rough time and right at that period you really genuinely want to but then things get better well yeah but then they'd have to have really tight walls around it for things like terminal illness or yeah. you know but something like that in a that. similar way you just can't police people having kids no I know and I'm not saying that you can I'm just saying that it's you know it would just save so much misery for these poor children who oh are... no I I I feel really sad about it it would be really nice if you know we lived in a perfect world but sadly we do not no not in any way really do we no it's, it's actually funny earlier we were listening to the radio and you actually said can we turn it off because mm. it was all bad news it was the news wasn't it and yeah. literally every news story was someone's died someone's been blown up somebody every single story someone's been raped somebody's yeah. been found it's War. like just oh, is so there any good news? Is there, that's what we said. Is there any good news? And then the next thing came up, and I was like, "No, nah, turn it off." And yeah. I know that might sound like really ignorant, but well, it I is because it, it's going to happen whether happening. you listen or not. Exactly, but, and I know it's happening. Yeah. I just didn't at that moment want to hear it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, not cool. Yeah, well, I well, in the car I tend to listen to more Spotify at the moment yeah. than radio or podcasts. Yeah, yeah. because or just I, shows that you know are good, like Sarah Cox. Yeah. You always know yeah, it's yeah. going to so be cheery. They're quite jolly and things like that. And I'll sort of zone out around the news time if, mm. if it's really depressing. But yeah, I do listen to more music and stuff and podcasts because there's no ads and yeah. there's no... And you can pick what you like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, I'll, you know, am I just living in a little fantasy bubble? Probably, do you know what? And yeah, probably. sometimes that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I think do whatever you have to do to make yourself feel all right. I don't even know how this one came up. How did this come up? About being independent, being able to be independent, so not needing someone, as in in a part in a relationship. Yeah, is what so, I mean here. Yeah. So we were talking about um, being single um, into your adulthood. Oh, that was it. Because you were single before you met me. Yes. For and a long you were time. quite comfortably single. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And independent. And I said it's just lovely that we've both come to this relationship independent. Yes. So we both know that we could live without each other if yep. we needed to. Yeah. And then we said, well, there are some couples out there who the husband probably, this is very stereotypical, but the husband may be done all the finances or stuff like that. And you said there was someone you'd spoken to and you couldn't remember who, who said, if so-and-so passed away, if my partner passed away, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. She said, I wouldn't have a clue, like, who we pay our mortgage to, who you know, who to call to sort it all out or, you know, wills, that kind of thing. And I just thought before, I, like you said, before I met you, um, 
you know, touch wood, pray, whatever, that I don't lose you. But if I did, I could go back to living perfect, perfectly happy by myself and be able to function as a fully grown adult. And you know who we pay our utilities to, who we pay it. our yeah. mortgage to. I also know how to turn the water off. Yes, <laughs> now you do. <laughs> but yeah, so I could definitely organise things, sort myself out, cry for a couple of days and get on with things. Yeah. Um, there was actually a... <laughs> What? You just complained about that I only cry for a couple of days. Oh, I just, I did, so that totally didn't register. <laughs> That's because you wouldn't cry at all. <laughs> no, I, I am incapable. So. But there, there was um, there was some adverts on the telly about, uh, I think it was co-op, um, co-op funeral, fu- uh, funeral care. Teeth in, co-op funeral care, um, who said, you know, break the taboo of talking about your death mm. and plans for death and stuff like that. And I think that conversation needs to spur on the one where if you're not aware of how life works, yeah, then get up to speed on how yeah, life works um, in your couple uh, yeah. or in your family or whatever. And if you're, if you're really not capable of doing it, then get somebody else to help you. Yeah. Um, or at least tell somebody else those details so they can help you at the time. Yes. But yeah, no, absolutely. And I just think you have to be able to carry on because unfortunately, I mean, this is a... Uh, I don't mean to use this as an example, but my parents' friends, who have both sadly just passed away within sort of months of each other, um, you know, been married for years and years, decades and decades, have three grown-up children. And when he died, she didn't have a clue. No. She wouldn't have known, like, she would just have been incapable of living without him. And I don't, I would never want to be in that position myself. I mean, some people, I don't like using the word needy, but some people do really, really need somebody to look after them. And in yeah. certain circumstances, I totally get that. But and for me personally, I, I need to know that I am okay by myself. And some people aren't good at those things. Some yeah. people aren't good at money, and some mm. people aren't good at, you know, whatever. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in an emergency... Good at spending it. You're very good at spending it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, in an emergency, you'd be absolutely fine. You'd know yeah. exactly what goes where and, of course. and mortgage. And who to call and, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Yeah, of course. Obviously. <laughs> I've been speaking to my mum today and the last couple of days. They're getting their house, the bottom of their house, redone. So they're extending out to the back and having a lovely brand new kitchen put in and a massive room on the back with floor-to-ceiling glass and... Oh, it's going to be absolutely lush and it's going to be finished hopefully by the end of March yes. um, beginning of April so mum was talking to me today and she just mentioned they've just bought their hot water tap is it one and of I these cooker ones cooker ones yeah they're called cooker with a Q oh as in like the brand yes oh I'm not sure maybe she didn't say or is it something like it well she mentioned cooker when we talked about them before but I don't know if they actually went for that one okay so this is going to be a tap that can do hot and instant cold and instant hot. boiling yeah. water yeah and so I'm just jealous. It's like the first thing I've been super jealous about. Yeah, but how much was it? She didn't say. <laughs> she didn't tell me. But she oh. did tell me that the cooker one is £1,400 without, yeah. any, well, that's without te- any installation. That's on telly at the moment. So, yeah. But why? Okay, so I thought it was just an instant hot water tap and you still use your tap there for hot and cold on the main sink. No, it's all one tap. But then how do you switch between each one? There's a, the, the little ring around the oh, upright. Oh, that's annoying. You just twist it into whatever mode you want. Can you not just have like a, a boiling one fit in addition to that? Yeah, well, you, you could you could have the cooker one and not use the cold bit of it if you really wanted to. Just have it permanently in boil mode. 
I think that's what I probably want to do because otherwise you know I'm going to have it on the wrong one and burn my hands when I come to wash them true yeah I'd have to look yeah. really carefully at that I would yeah yeah how is that safety how is that, a thing? that must that, there must be a way that you, that doesn't ever happen that it can't just be left on boil so that that might happen there must be otherwise that's a massive safety risk I don't know how it works I'm going to have to look it up but I'll they look are it up cool. and get back to they're you. very, I, cool. They're very, I, very I, it would cool. just say I boil that kettle minimum five times a day for well, tea, yeah. hot tea, water hot bottles, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I think it would save us a ton. Not right now, but in the lo- like, as in a nice to have for the house. I think yeah. it would just save us so much money. Well, in the uh, kitchen remodel that we do in about I don't know. I'm not remodeling the kitchen. Seven or eight years time. The floor is staying exactly where it is. It's seen us through Noah's flood. Yes. Um. I but I would like the cupboards and worktops changed. Anyway, this is boring. So the hot water tap was something that I would really love. I think that's an amazing feature in anyone's kitchen. So I'm going to do some research, actually, and find out about that safety feature and then look at different prices and see how easy it would really be. Yes, and how easy it is to install. And how much it would be, yeah. yeah. I might have a look. Because that's actually... I'd rather have that over doing the stairs. Okay. Interesting. Because for people who don't know, our stairs are carpeted, which I hate. So my next big project for the house, again, in the future, not immediately, is to rip the carpet off the stairs and upstairs hallway mm-hmm. laminate the upstairs hall because the high traffic areas the carpet is just wrecked and then what i'd like up the stairs is to strip them back and sort of sand them paint them all white yeah and then gloss yeah and then up the middle just have that sort of hard wearing carpet with a rod with the silver rods yeah yeah but the carpet i just want to be black okay so i did want the stripes but hear me out so what I really wanted initially was like really thin rainbow stripes. Like pinstripe. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looked really cool. Yeah. But firstly, it would be really clashy with a laminate floor upstairs because it's striped that way. And it would, I think it would be a bit clashy. But also because down here, long term, in our front hall entrance bit, we want something black and white monochrome don't True. we? Yeah, like yeah. patterned. Yeah, and if you yeah. have that pattern there, rainbow stripes on the stairs gray ups it's just too much so if we want black and white monochrome here mm-hmm. a lovely just black and white staircase and then gray at the top i think that all kind of works because all of our color comes from the things that are in the room and on the walls Agreed. Yep. so actually i don't mind having the base of sort of gray white and black because all the stuff in our rooms is so colorful and yes. all of our feature walls are so colorful oh we saw on instagram earlier um, wallpapering is ceiling <gasps> yeah that looked really it cool looked really effective and they did it over an attic cover hatch didn't they they well, did, yeah. they went inside and then did the attic hatch and bit. then yeah the frame around the outside they, they did painted. gloss gray yeah and it, it looked just looked incredible but then the walls were pretty plain yeah so that was your feature was on the ceiling i would that was that such and a self idea. self-adhesive wallpaper absolute oh, game, changer. game changer so yeah. good and it peels off so easily i did i peeled off the stuff in our downstairs bathroom before i redecorated yeah. it a couple of weeks ago and it just i used the hairdryer to sort of ease off the edges just peeled straight off, didn't it? But it came off the completely wall. clean because yeah. then you were able to paint over the top yep. with no issue. Nope. No paint peeled off it. It was brilliant. brilliant. And speaking of that, I've also painted another two walls in our kitchen so that now three out of the four walls are this sage green, which I absolutely love. Uh, it looks it's really good. It's, it's made a great it a job. lot warmer. And really, I, really absolutely, I adore painting, though. Most people hate it, but I really like <laughs> it. Um, and I think the next paint job is we'd like navy blue in the living room. So we're going to do one wall. The main back wall. The main back wall. See how it goes. See if the room is big enough and light enough to hold such a dark colour. Yeah. And if it is, do the other two. Do the other two. And I'd like the 
end wall in our study to be like a mustard yellow because that's my Hufflepuff room. Yep. And we've got the Harry Potter Daily Profit wallpaper on the right hand side. It's an oblong shaped room. The windows on the other long side, and then at the end, I would just like it that nice. mustardy yellow. Yeah. And I think that'll finish that room nicely. Perfect. Sounds yeah. great. Um, so we've got bits and pieces that we want to do actually pretty cheaply to the house because we definitely go down that route first, don't we? We yeah. just if it's just painting, that's not massively pricey, and we I painted from stuff we already had for recent stuff that we've done in the house and yeah and it's been yeah it's nice to just sort of do things gradually isn't yes. it yes and then when springtime hits we're gonna absolutely go for the back garden yeah we're gonna finish. and actually again we haven't got a lot to do no it's we've already the got the edging it's, it's the gravel that's pricey isn't it yes is it gravel is that what it's called Shaking well yeah yes yeah, yeah yeah the pebbles the stone, basically yeah stone yeah so that's the expensive the bit but the rest of it because kevin does it all because he's really good at stuff like that so he did the, our entire front garden he edged it all and dug it all out and yeah. put all so we're going to do the same there. with the back garden yeah. get rid of the sandpit yeah the, the cats the cats were using yeah yeah uh, as a litter tray replace the dead hedges out the front because they are wrecked yes unless they show any sign of life in spring they are coming out i hope they do because i actually quite like them and droopy sleeps under them so we're going to have to replant bushes there whatever happens yes um but yeah so that should be quite cool um yeah house stuff What are we all doing for Valentine's Day? Well, we're doing nothing for Valentine's Day. We don't very you, often do we. You had something booked. I did. Um, but we we're a bit short this month. I think it's fair to say. And also, it was a hundred quid a head. Yeah. Because it's Valentine's Day, and we looked. It was a set menu, which I hate it when they do that. If we, if we've been able to eat a la carte or if their normal menu, yeah. Maybe I'd have thought about it, but then they made it a really limited set menu, and I didn't really like a lot of the stuff on it. No, so it's too fancy. Yeah. A lot of truffle involved. I'm yeah. not a big truffle fan. And posh veg. It's like, just give me some broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. But we also did, or I did, I discovered and turned out that a lot of people already knew about it, something called the flavour trailer. Okay. Um, so it's a trailer that does things like gourmet beef burgers, brisket, yeah. flavoured fries, um, all that really good meaty American stuff. Really. And it comes to Dustin on a yeah, Thursday? on a Thursday evening to a local pub. They park up outside, you put in your order online, and then you go pick it up. Perfect. And they come to sort of loads of places around the Northamptonshire area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we followed them on Instagram, and we're going to give it a go one Thursday. Sounds so, good. Yeah. It's our Love kind of food, sort of isn't it? Yeah. So, I yeah, want, but, yeah, once had a thought about getting into catering, but then... You'd be good at that. I, well, I'm good at baking sandwiches but not a huge amount else. I've done catering on a larger scale. I used to help with the rugby club and stuff like that. So, you know, hundreds of sausages and yeah. hundreds of burgers and stuff like that. Yeah. But the thing is, you'd have to come up with like a USP, wouldn't you? Because yeah. everyone does these things. So it'd have to be something really unique. Well, the, the street food is such a huge trend, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure. I mean, not, prices for food are going up massively. Yeah. Restaurants are having to put their prices up. Um, Lots of people are saying now that they've just stopped eating out because of that. Yeah. Or it's eats, just got so pricey. Yeah. We're eating out far less anyway. Speaking think, of pricey places, they're opening in Nando's down the road, aren't they? I know. Yeah. On Sixfields. I'm not sad about that. I like Nando's. I, <laughs> All you haters out there, I don't care. <laughs> the thing is, I it's think people only chicken. really. Yeah, but people only hate it because the price it is for just chicken. I don't think they necessarily hate the food. It's just everyone always says it's just really expensive for chicken. Yeah. Or you could make that at home. I was like, yeah, but you can make anything. You can anything make anything at home. At home. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Go out for a curry. You can make a curry at home. But yeah. like, yeah, so that's opening down the road where Chiquitos used to be. Yes. 
Um, so, so for Valentine's, so this year for Valentine's, we are going to pick a recipe. Yeah, we've picked it. We've already picked it. Yeah, it's going to be a it's sausage, Harissa sausage, sausage pasta, pasta thing. From Don't Go Bacon My Heart, which is a great website. So if anyone wants some ideas, go on there. One of our staples that um, Sophie and Josh brought Taught into us. our lives yeah. was this spicy chicken tomato pasta. Yeah. It's incredible. There's a theme here. So now we're going down the pasta. spicy... Meat. Sausage <laughs> pasta. Pasta and meat. <laughs> so we're going to cook at home together and have a nice romantic evening cooking. We've got yeah. each other a card. Yes. And yeah, we Mine, don't do yeah. it in a massive way. Mine's a bit of a comedy card. I'm oh, not going to lie. So yeah, R- romance is not lost on this one. Mine kind of is. <clears throat> I won't be counting on any red roses then this year, no? Not unless you're paying for them. Cause <laughs> okay. Well, do you know what the trick is? Is you buy them two days before. Yes. Or I 3D print them. I don't want plastic roses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it should be really nice. It'd be nice to have a it's just nice proper to spend night time in together, yeah. candles. We'll actually sit at the table, maybe, rather than in front of the telly. Burn one of the candles that you keep whinging on. Oh, right. So Ellie's got these. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm going to go here anyway. So Ellie's got these Yankee candles. Okay, and I totally understand Yankee is quite the brand, and. To burn them is quite an occasion, and especially when you can't get that particular flavour or aroma. aroma anymore. So I totally get all that, but why? what use are they sat in a cupboard? And I totally get that, but I've had these unburned Yankee candles because you can't get this scent anymore for about five years. So they probably don't smell of anything anymore anyway. I know, I did try it the other day. One of them I had to bin because it smelled a bit like wee, but the others are okay. But I am going to burn them. I yes. am. It's not... Because it's not a fine wine. It's not going to get okay, better or appreciating cost. You don't understand it if you don't appreciate candles like I do. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. The, I, t- I totally don't get it. We got onto this because I have the lime basil and mandarin scent in our living room and in our downstairs because I absolutely love it. Um, but who can afford the white company? So I get Aldi's version, which mm-hmm. are, what, £3.50 a candle? Perfectly, perfectly And acceptable. they smell great. Yeah. I love them. We've had them for years. Um, but today we were in Home Bargains and we were just wandering up and down the aisles. We were there for a, a 5,000 gallon bottle of Vimto, which we did find. Um, and I wandered down the candle aisle and they've got their own lime basil and mandarin, yeah. which smells exactly like the white and it's company. Quite cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so much more the white company than the Aldi ones. And now I've got blooming six Aldi candles to get through so I'm just going to burn them and a whole and a, and a whole load of Yankee candles I'm just going to burn candles in every single room yes we should I probably do. put Annie next door for a while yes yeah yeah for sure we don't leave <laughs> we don't leave candles fire. lit in rooms anymore I can't I no. can't I'm just too panicky since she set fire to her backside that was oh, hilarious such an idiot uh, but yeah that's the candle thing so I'm going to buy please, please. bargains out of those when sell them or burn them oh, hopefully I'll burn them I'll sell them I'll burn them I'll sell them oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's like the food or sex question for Joey and yeah. friends. Which one are you going to give food, up? Sex. Food, food, sex. Oh, it's too hard. <laughs> I, I, want, I want girls on bread. I want girls on bread. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> on the what are we watching segment, we started a new one this week called After the Flood. Yep. I think it's ITV. No, Channel Five. Channel ITV. Five. Mm. Can't remember. One of the two. Um, but it's got the girl from um, Gentleman Jack in it who plays opposite Saran Jones. So okay. not Saran Jones, the blonde lady, I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good, it's all right. I mean, it, we've only watched an episode. Yeah. It's not 
making me want to rush to watch the next one no. like a lot of our series have done but it's okay um and i'm kind of gently watching i'm a serial killer in the background because i quite like a true crime okay um why am i not watching that because it's not very good oh you okay. wouldn't like it it's right. just something i just stick on in the background um but yeah we've got loads of others lined up to watch there's a couple of channel five dramas that are starting this week one on yes. wednesday and i can't remember what they're called which is really annoying but there's two on coming on channel five which are supposed to be really good um and podcast wise still listening to the same ones for me i'm listening to generation y which is a true crime podcast as well which is brilliant love that um but uh, red-handed still and also um british scandal the great british who have, scandal who've done no i wonder with alice levine and they've just covered um the fake shake do you remember the is it Nasir Mahmood? Is that his name? He was a journalist okay. uh, from Birmingham and he created, like, pretended to be um, a sheikh to lure famous people in mm-hmm. and basically expose them for doing things. Like, he got Talisa from um, Endoves, oh, Endoves for selling coke because he entrapped her. Really? And then, yeah, and it's really interesting. It's four, four episodes of how he did and who he got, like Sarah Ferguson. Um, so many people. Um, Alex, um, oh, is it Alex Ferguson who managed Manu? Yes. Yeah, him. So when, oh no, no, sorry, Sven Goran Eriksson, when mm-hmm. he was managing the England team, yep. trying to lure him away to manage a Saudi team with promises of X, Y, and Z, and how he did. It was crazy. You should oh, listen wow. to it. That's a really that good. That sounds one, quite actually. cool. Yeah. So it's four episodes of an hour each, and actually that was quite interesting because I knew this guy existed and I knew about the Talisa thing, but I didn't know he'd been involved in all the rest. Mm-hmm. So that was quite mm-hmm. interesting. We also watched um, that thing about um, Alaska with Sue Perkins. Oh, Sue Perkins, that yeah, was quite good. Because she's she's quite interesting in that there are a couple of things on there. One was about guns, mm. so the, the gun laws in Alaska are fairly loose. Yeah, and kids can I love fire the way guns. That they justified under... that though because there's bears, which is what yeah. they kept justifying it with. Yeah, so kids can fire guns and stuff mm. under parental supervision. So they went to this um, shooting range, and Sue was just very uncomfortable about seeing these she nearly cried when she saw the kids yeah. handling the guns but the kids were, were like the, six and the seven the kids were great by the way they were really really good um but the other thing that she was um perhaps a bit upset about was like the fishing so alaska's great for salmon i think mm. there's like 11 um also species species yeah breeds of salmon yeah um and yeah, so when they were catching them, she was a bit sort of, oh, I'm not so sure, I kind of like this. You know, yeah. It's a bit barbaric. And well, she was really at home on the animal rescue sanctuary wasn't oh, she? Yeah. when she went and fed a, moose, a baby moose. Yes, and the and bears. And she was like, I've moved in, I'm never leaving, yeah. goodbye. And she nearly cried when she fed the bears. It does seem like a beautiful place, though. Oh, the scenery was incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. And in probably final news, we've had another one of our zoo at the vets this week haven't we we have we took drucy down on friday um to have his thyroid tested because he's started eating a lot again uh they weighed him and he's lost 0.3 kilos hasn't yeah. he over the last year since last april he's got a bit of muscle wastage around his back end but that's yeah. normal for a 12 or 13 year old apparently and we have noticed that he struggles to jump as high yes he kind of more climbs things now but he's still going out and he's still you know, so they took a full panel of bloods, so yep. they're checking everything for us, and we'll find out Monday and Tuesday whether we need to up his meds or if there's anything wrong with him. Full panel of bloods, 160 quid. Ugh, luckily, we don't pay all that. We yeah. pay about 40. But yeah, still, it's a lot yeah, of money. It's a lot of money. 
I'm sure they don't charge that much privately to take human blood, but probably not. They did like they did. The, she's like, we have to send it off site because they don't do the thyroid do testing the thyroid. on yeah, site. Yeah. So anyway, so we're going to do that. See if we need to up his meds to make him feel a bit better. Um, but he did not. He we were not his favorite people, were we? He came in and he shot out the cat flap, and now every time we walk near him, he he's, just yeah, shoots. he's been quite moody lately, anyway, and now he's just even worse. Yeah, so. it was really weird though because when we went to put him in his cat carrier, he hadn't even seen it because I hadn't got it out. So I was hiding in the utility room with it, and Kevin just went to pick him up like he normally does, and he knew. He froze he in his arms. Happy. He growled. He just went stiff, didn't he? And yeah. he, he hadn't even seen it. I don't know how they know, but they do. They, they do know. Do. Yeah, saw some lovely doggies though didn't oh, we oh yeah they had some really lush dogs in there they had this massively overweight chihuahua mixed with something so it was the size of a normal dog but with the head of a chihuahua yeah and this thing must have been about 30 kilos yeah it was huge <laughs> but it was the cutest it looked like somebody had literally just blown into this dog's mouth and just, blown and just it yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it was so cute <laughs> so cute and i mean it's horrible seeing them at the vet obviously i think kevin opened the door to somebody as we came in and as soon as she came out the door she burst into tears but yeah I, like, I think she may have lost lost uh, an animal that's very sad I, I get very stressed at the vet so it's not a nice time for kevin because I, I just don't i don't like it i've never it's, had a good experience it's also not a nice time for whichever cat we're taking in because they I know. know you're stressed i know and i hate it and i wish i could calm down but i can't i hate it that's I hate fine it's just because you're a lovely person and the last thing i suppose we should thing we should say is uh kevin did interview louis I did, yeah. So last weekend I did interview Louis and yeah, it was an interesting chat. He's a very, he's such an interesting kid. He's so eloquent though. He, he does. speaks very, very intelligently about yep. his ADHD. He yes. is, he knows so much about it and he is so in touch with himself. He's very self-aware, And his feelings yeah. and how they've changed from pre to post meds. Yep. Like he is, and I love that because mm-hmm. as he grows up, he gets more aware. Yeah. And he's just also aware of the more wider issues of ADHD as well, of how it's perceived mm-hmm. by other people, or how it can be perceived by other people and what it actually is and how I loved just hearing him say things like, it doesn't have to change who you are. It doesn't change who you are. You can still have a, like a completely normal life. Yep. And he, he just speaks like a grown up. Yeah, no, and he does. Yeah, it's lovely to hear. And I think it will be amazing for if any kids listen to this or if parents with children with ADHD listen to just have that perspective from the child's perspective yeah, and see like how from it, their yeah. own mouth yeah. to see how it feels I think it'll be incredibly helpful yeah I agree so that's in the can um, it needs a bit of editing but that will be coming soon either on its own as a special or as part of one of these normal yeah. podcasts we'll he just really shoot loved on it in. didn't he he did it was so cool he looked really cool in his headphones he took yeah. it really seriously and yeah, it was really, really cool. I think the kids are on holiday this week. They're at Butlins. They're at Butlins. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. They'll have a lovely time. I'm sure they'll be full of it when they yeah. when they come back. That's really nice. cool. Yes. Cool. We'll have a lovely rest of weekend and week ahead, everybody. We will, I don't know when this one will be dropping at some point, um, but I'll pop it on Instagram and we will speak to you soon. But as always, if you want to get in touch, it's bangersandmashchat at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at Bangers and Mash Chat and give us a cheeky follow. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Excellent. Talk soon. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.